Hey, Rainbow of Village, Cicely Majid here, CEO, National Director, and Pageant Coach of Rainbow Universe Pageants and Youth Services, which is under Angelic Rainbow Enterprises and also houses Sandoffin Harden Home, Sandoffin's Harden Home, and Think Higher Spirit Academy. This is my inner beauty tip for June 8th, 2023. And as you know, we're talking about the brain this month, the whole month of June, dedicating to the brain. Because I, as I said before in my week ahead audio on Monday, I have been just observing people. I always watch people anyway. And um, I find out a lot just by people's behaviors, by the way um, people just interact with themselves, with each other. Is people's even a word? It's not even a word. Anyway, so just, you know, the way people behave and act and um, how they speak and um, how they receive information, stimuli, and um, just how they respond to different things. And the brain is so fragile. We have to be very, very careful what we do, how we eat, where we go, um, how we speak to ourselves, which is what I'm going to talk to in a minute about um, because our brains are fragile. They're very, very fragile. And um, we have to take care of them, especially if you're between the ages of 13 through 24. That's who I'm usually talking to. Um, and that's because your prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. And that means that by the age of 25, it is. That means that you are going through a process of um, exploration and um, rapid changes in your brain and a, a place where you're at a place where you cannot determine the consequences of your behavior a lot. And that's because it's not fully developed. That's the executive function of your brain, which is almost like, you know, you go to a company and you have, you know, have an employee, you have a manager, then you have the, an executive director. The executive director is over all those people. That person's the leadership, that person governs everybody, you know, um, spits out the rules and regulations, the policies, and just, you know, monitors and governs and manages everybody. And that's kind of what our executive functioning does. So when it's fully developed, then we are official, officially an adult. So at age 25, that's considered an adult. 18, you know, you're, everybody says you're an adult. But at 25, that is when your prefrontal cortex is fully developed and when you can make better decisions. So if you drink too much, if you smoke weed, if you do drugs, that executive function is not going to um, close at all. It's going to stay open because you've got all these negative um, alternate foreign substances that are affecting your thought processes, affecting that development. And they're in the way. It's almost like they're fighting you. You know, when you're really sick, you've got these corpuscles who are attacking these germs in your body. And those germs are in the way of you living a normal life and feeling good about yourself. And that's kind of what these, these alternative or, you know, negative substances, these toxic substances do in the process of your brain developing. So you have to be very careful what you do, how you do it, what you eat, all of that stuff is important. I was actually just talking to, um, a, uh, an associate of mine earlier, um, there's a, a program, a scholarship program. And, um, what they're trying to do is, is, you know, one thing is to get the girls, the teenage girls to um, eat breakfast because breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You have to eat breakfast. I do not skip breakfast. I don't understand how people can skip it. I cannot think right. I can't do much of anything if I don't eat breakfast. So I have to eat breakfast and it has to be healthy because if I go out and get donuts, I hate donuts. If I go get donuts or something sweet, I'm not going to feel good that day. I'm going to feel, you know, just off 
some way I'm, I'm off and I will not be able to um, do the things that I plan to do that day. So um, I have to be careful with what I put in my body. So she was talking about these girls and I was like, that's really important. It is, it will help them with their thinking. It will help them with, you know, their education, which is the whole purpose of the program. That is to make sure that these girls are thinking well and they're able to get their scholarships, which means their grades have to be good. Grades can't be good if you're eating crap and you've got a brain full of sugar. So um, breakfast is very, very important. So if you eat well, if you have, you know, um, your, your fruits and your vegetables and eggs, protein as much as possible, very, very important. Um, and uh, stay away from the sugar. Don't drink too much coffee. I don't drink coffee. I drink cappuccino very, very, every once in a while I drink cappuccino. And if I go to Starbucks, I, I don't usually get a cappuccino. I usually get tea or something. Um, or my mocha cookie crumble. <laughs> I love that one, but I don't get it that often because it's so much sugar in it. But, um, you know, I don't drink the coffee because it's, you should not have caffeine in their brain at all. Um, it just messes with the processes. So um, just, you know, long story short, you have to take care of your brain. Um, so I'm going to talk about today watching your thoughts, which is all about inner beauty. So your thoughts can just really make you an ugly person, just, just by the way you're thinking about other people or thinking about yourself. So here are nine different ways that you can watch your thoughts because that's very important. Sometimes we just kind of let our thoughts go by the wayside and we just, you know, here's a thought, okay, there's another thought, it's coming in and it's going out or whatever. And you can't do that. Don't be so impulsive with your thoughts that it just they just don't matter to you because they need to matter to you. Very, very powerful. It's almost like when you think something, it sends a message to the universe. It's like a plug from your brain to the universe and it plugs into the universe and says, oh, okay, this is what you're thinking. And, and then it goes about manifesting that in your life. So if you think about it that way, you might think better about how you think, <laughs> thinking about your thinking. So watch your thoughts. That's basically the same thing, thinking about what you're thinking. So one way you can do that is remember that your thoughts are very powerful. Once again, you can manifest anything. If you think that you're ugly, you're going to walk around looking ugly. People are going to see you as ugly. They're going to, you're going to have an ugly attitude. If you walk, if you say life is horrible and nobody likes me, you will probably won't have any friends. Life will be horrible because of your powerful words coming from a thought. Um, so we have to remember that thoughts are very, very powerful and we can manifest what we're thinking. Number two, there is a book called As a Man Thinketh, which is just is for men and women. It was written way back in the day when women were oppressed and, you know, so he just wrote As a Man Thinketh. And, you know, man just is basically mankind. So that word means mankind. So it's for men and women, but it's, it's called as a man thinketh. And basically that is, it's from the Bible as a man thinketh, so he is, or as a woman thinketh, so she is. So I'm going to piggyback on that. I'm going to put a copy of that PDF on Tumblr so that you guys can, can take a look at it and read it. It just basically talks about how you think that's how you're going to be. So once again, you think you're ugly, you think you're stupid, you think you're dumb, you're going to manifest that, you're going to become that person that you think you are. So you have to be able to watch what you're thinking and remember that. So I'll, I'll put that on um, Tumblr and you'll be able to um, understand better what I'm saying. If you read it, I hope you read it. Um, 
Number three, psychic connections to loved ones. Very, very powerful. Me and my mom have a very, very strong psychic connection um, because I'm really close to her. And so when she's thinking of calling me or I'm thinking of calling her, the strangest thing that happens is she'll pick up the phone and call me. I'm like, oh my God, I was just thinking about calling you. You know, and the same thing will happen with her. You know, I'll call her and she's like, I was just thinking about talking, calling you or listening to you a message. And it's very bizarre that that happens. But usually when you have a strong connection with somebody, something spiritual happens and you're able to connect with that person in a really powerful, spiritual, supernatural way. And that means you know that that, that person's thinking about you, you know what they're thinking about you. And it's just a power, powerful connection when you love somebody and um, you have like a, a um, you know, some type of soulmate or psychic connection. It's powerful. So remember that with your loved ones when you want to communicate with people that you can watch um, your thoughts that way as well um, and connect to people that you love. Number four, practice critical thinking. So what does that mean? Basically dissect your thoughts, like going to biology class and you got a frog there. I was talking to a, um, a, a guy, a, a boy, like, I think he's like 15 years old. And he, he came back from um, his class and we were chatting about what he, how class was. And he said, I had a, um, a frog to dissect. And I was like, what? And he was just talking about how gross it was, and he um, he didn't like he didn't like it. But it was funny because that's what you do in biology. I remember when I was in biology, I had to dissect a frog too, and it's just gross. They're all slimy and everything, and um, so that's what you can do with your thoughts. Practice critical thinking by dissecting your thoughts. So whatever it is that you're thinking about, let's say that you want to um, write a book, or let's say you want to um, plan a party. And you're thinking about what the best theme of this party is going to be. What think about you're thinking about your guests, and you're thinking about um, how they're going to have fun and how it's going to look. Dissect those thoughts and think critically about how this is going to happen. What's going to happen if this happens, and what do you do if this is going to happen, and where are you going to put this, and how are you going to set this up? That's critical thinking. Just kind of dissecting everything. So if you think about, you know, I want to put this um, banner in this area and then you dissect that thought and like, why do I want to put it in that area? Why would it look better here than over there? Why did I think that? That's dissecting your thoughts. You're pulling apart your thoughts. So when you have a thought about something, learn how to think critically about that or something that you want to do and you'll be better able to um, watch your thoughts and um, uh, make sure that you're thinking what you want to think. And number five, learn how to meditate. So I talk about meditation a lot. This actually um, soften the developmental stage of the prefrontal cortex between the um, ages of 20 through 25. So when you're a young adult, it starts to accelerate because you, it's ready to close. It's saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to close. By the time you reach 25 years old, I need to close. So that means this, 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 and that, that has to happen. So all this crazy rapid stuff is happening. And then as you're in your early 20s, you're experimenting, you're exploring stuff and you're thinking about this and you're trying out that you're going here, you're meeting this person and you're hanging out with that person and you, you know, you, you discover this and you change your religion and you become sexually active. And there's just all kinds of stuff happening because your prefrontal cortex is ready to close within the next five years. Um, so 
because of that, when you meditate, you're calming that process down. You're giving it some peace. You're saying, hey, I'm just going to pour some peace on you, <laughs> you know, you developmental stage you, <laughs> and I'm going to um, help you calm that down so that you're better able to handle things and you can think better. When you meditate, you're opening up a huge pathway of um, uh, positive results of what of what you're thinking and what you want to do. So that means that what you're um, what your focus is, is going to be an, more of an easy way to get there than it would be if you did not meditate is what I'm trying. If I explain that correctly, if you can understand what I mean, it'll be easier. It'll be simpler. It'll be smoother. It'll be softer because you're um, calming down your brain. You're calming down the processes in your brain. You're not stopping them. You're just calming them down. You're settling them. You're, you're giving them peace. When you put oil in um, water, it just kind of sits there, right? It just, it's like, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't go anywhere. So think about it that way. When you meditate, your brain processes are like the oil in the water. So it's not going to mix into whatever part of your brain that's like, let's say the prefrontal cortex is, you know, going through some activity right now, you're pouring, pouring that meditation in there. And the meditation is just saying, Hey, I'm just going to, I'm going to chill right here. And you can go ahead and go on, but you've got something going on here. That's calming me down. So when, when I cook spaghetti, I put oil, olive oil in my spaghetti so that in that, um, pot of water, the, the uh, mixture of the water and the oil, which doesn't really mix very well, it makes the spaghetti softer. So you just think about the spaghetti as your brain processes and the water as just, you know, something happening in between that area or underneath that area. And think about the oil as the meditation so that it's calming it down. It's making it softer. It's splitting the, um, the um, spaghetti so that it's not, you know, stuck together. So if you think about it in that way, then you'll understand the process of meditation. It's just a calming state of mind. You do your yoga and you're able to um, breathe properly. Everything is just, you know, about your breath. When people smoke, they calm themselves down. That's why they smoke in the first place. But all you have to do is yoga. And then your breath just calms you down. You're more balanced. You're more centered. And you have a calm mind because of that meditation and that yoga. So when you learn how to do that, you're better able to catch a thought and to dissect it and to calm it down and to really critically think about what you're going to do after that thought. And um, so number six is using mind over matter. So what does that mean? I know some of you may have heard this. I've talked about it before. And basically it's like, like NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. You're training your brain. So let's say when I was, um, I think I was 10 or 12 years old, I got the chicken pox and um, my sisters got it too, but I was so pissed off. I was so mad. I was like, God, I'm not getting the chicken pox. Nope not going to continue. And I heard this rumor, I don't know if it's true or not, that if you get 10 or more chicken pox on your body, that it's going to, um, you're going to get it again and it's going to spread or something like that. And so I was really pissed and I think I was counting the chicken pox or something that I did not want to get sick. I didn't want it at all. So I prayed the heck out of those chicken pox. I was like, God, no, I don't want to get sick. I don't want these chicken pox. Pray them away. They got to go away. They got to go away. And I did it over and over and over again. And do you know those chicken pox stopped? Just like that, they stopped. 
because of the power of what I was doing. Prayer is powerful. And that's just what mind over matter is. Training your brain to do something different. So if you're afraid of something, you can think about it in an instance where you're you can overpower that fear and say, hey, I'm not afraid. Even though you might be really afraid, I'm not afraid. This is not going to do anything to me. I'm going to be okay. I can handle this. And if you say it over and over again, that's mind over matter. So the matter is the fear and your mind is taking it over saying, no, you don't have to worry about the fear. You're okay. You're fine. You can walk through that dark alley. You can touch that snake. You can, um, you know, sit next to the the bench where the spider is at and it's okay if it crawls near you, you're okay. And so you have to keep telling yourself that over and over and over again. And that again is watching your thoughts using mind over matter. Number seven, brainstorm. So this is fun for some people and not fun for others um, because it can go on for hours. If you have a project, let's say you're trying to do something, um, Let's say you're supposed to do a science project and you have no idea what you want to do it on, but you have these certain interests. Let's say you're interested in two different types of things. So if you take out a piece of paper and you start thinking about what would be better, this one or that one, make a mind map or something and draw a line, put some circles. I'll piggyback on this as well. And then start brainstorming about you know, the pros and cons of each of them, which one's better, compare and contrast. And that's just, you know, storming your brain. Your brain is just working. It's moving. It's active. It's doing something for you. It's trying to get to you and give you a response, a result, something that you can focus on when you brainstorm. That's what it's for. So if you have something that you need to do or want to do, brainstorm it. Write down the pros and the cons, the, the positives and the negatives. If I do this, this can happen. If I don't do this, then this can happen. This is actually what the prefrontal cortex does for us. Um, when you're 13 through 24, it doesn't automatically do that. It's just like, you know, getting to that process. So if you make a mistake, if you hurt somebody, if you say something wrong, steal something, your brain saying, eh, you know, no big deal. I'm fine. I'm invincible. I'm never going to get in trouble. That's because that prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. You don't have the executive function governing you. So um, if you brainstorm and with combined with meditation, then you're better able to um, uh, allow that process to soften so that you can think before you act and you will be less likely to get into a lot of trouble. So brainstorm, use mind maps. I have a think sheet I'm going to put on Tumblr as well that you can use to um, do some mind mapping and brainstorming, and it will help you make better decisions as you watch your thoughts. Number eight, take notes or get a voice recorder and then think out loud. So if you're thinking of something or you want to do something or something, you know, things pop in your head, let's go back to the writing book thing. Um, sometimes people get writer's block and they have no idea what to write drive somewhere, drive down the coast, drive, you know, take a walk in the park and take notes of what pops in your head. Take your voice recorder out and record what you're thinking about and then talk about it out loud so you get it out. When we hold things in, it kind, kind of just kind of um, causes a little bit of chaos on the inside and you've got all these crazy thoughts and you're like, what do I do? What do I do? Where do I go? What's going to happen? Um, you can't resolve anything that way. So if you take notes, if you get it out and put it on your voice recorder and then think out loud, then you're better able to resolve something or deal with something or make a decision. Um, so that's number eight. Number nine, and let's go back to the thinking out loud. That's the last one. Think out loud. So all you're saying when you're thinking out loud is how does that sound? So 
you know, I want to write a book. I have no idea what to write about it. I'm thinking out loud right now instead of thinking about it quietly. Now, I know you're walking down the street and you don't want to talk out loud because people might say, oh, she's crazy. <laughs> um, don't worry about it. Um, uh, try to find a place where it's private or, you know, ignore people and allow your thoughts to come out so that you're able, you're better able to process whatever it is you need to process and watch those thoughts so that you can have a, um, a smooth thought process and transition into solving whatever it is that you want to solve or um, stopping a thought because you can stop a thought when you watch your thoughts and you know how to do it and you can, you know, file it away. You don't have to have it lingering and just sitting there and you get so frustrated that you got to go grab some alcohol or, you know, shoot up or smoke some weed or grab, you know, the, the nearest body you can find and do some sexual stuff because you need to deal with your emotions. You can watch your thoughts. You can process it if you just follow these steps. Um, and be careful what you say to yourself, because if you don't do this, you can end up being a very, very ugly person. And you don't want that. You want your inner beauty to shine. You want to be able to um, attract people to you so they're not like, oh, that person's full of chaos. That person thinks too much, talks too much. And usually people who talk too much have a lot of stuff going on in their head and they're not doing anything about it. So that means calm down your, your thoughts so you can calm down the talking and then you'll better you'll be better able to understand silence because silence is golden. You'll have more peace. You won't be in awkward situations where, oh my God, I'm with this person and I have to say something. You don't have to always talk. So um, watch your thoughts so that you can feel better on the inside. You can look better on the outside and the inside. You can connect with people better better. You can understand yourself better. You can resolve problems, conflict situations. Um, you can get along with other people and um, be able to stop before you think and then respond to something instead of just being impulsive about it. So that's my inner beauty tip for today for your brain. Watch your thoughts and that will allow your inner beauty to shine from the inside out. Thank you so much for listening. Toodles.